For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today we welcome Lars Fernlid, Professor of Radiology and Optical Sciences and Associate Director of the Center for Gamma Ray Imaging. Lars is a leader in developing new technology for molecular imaging and biological systems using light and x-rays and gamma rays. Welcome, Lars. Thank you very much, Leslie. So briefly, tell us in lay terms what you and your colleagues do. The fundamental idea behind the imaging techniques that we work on is the labeling of tracer molecules with minute amounts of radioactive elements and then building advanced cameras, combining them into systems, and then applying advanced computing techniques to turn these into images of how these molecules have distributed inside the body to learn about the function, whether it's related to normal function, for example, things related to understanding operations of the brain, whether it's related to diagnoses of disease, or learning something about how a patient is responding to therapy. You've told me that one of the things that drove you to needing to push technology was an interest in understanding chemical reactions, and the only way to understand them was to see transients that weren't detectable. Uh, what did you do in that case? So this was um, an interesting application of um, being able to set up a reaction in such a way that there was um, what in layperson's uh, term you might consider to be a, a, a traffic bottleneck. Um, and then being able to take this reaction that was stuck in sort of this point um, and, and stop it, so-called quenching it, by dunking the um, entire reagent essentially in liquid nitrogen, um, freezing everything, keeping it frozen, stuck in that state, transporting it across the country to a national lab, and then setting up and doing experiments where we worked on the structure of the enzyme system together with its substrate, that's what the enzyme acts on, frozen at a position where it was about halfway through the reaction between the starting material and what the enzyme is doing, producing as a final product. And are there more efficient ways of doing that today than there were when you first took that approach? There are. Again, technological advances have led to some amazing um, systems now. Um, there's, for example, there's an instrument out at Stanford that produces a flash of x-rays that's so short in the femtosecond and um, What's a femtosecond? So a femtosecond is uh, 10 to the minus 15 seconds. It's a number that's so small that it becomes uh, almost beyond what humans can imagine. The time periods involved are so fast or so short, even on the time scales at which the fastest of things happen. For example, the speed of light is um, about 10 to the eighth meters per second. And so the way to think about that is that in one so-called nanosecond, 10 to the minus 9 second, light moves about one foot. And you're talking about 10 to the minus 15. Yeah, so another million times shorter than that, that means that it's, it's, the light only has time to move a, a tiny fraction of an inch. We were able to stop the reaction and do the experiment at our own pace. Um, but in the new technology, and this is not this is not something that I do, but in the new technology, you can be running the reaction in real time and acquire the data so fast, you can make a movie of a chemical reaction occurring, basically. So tell us more about what you do in terms of this sort of application-specific instrument development. We can, for example, decide we're going to build the instrument that does the best job of looking at um, a, a cancer such as neuroblastoma, 
which is a common and, and significant children's cancer that um, attacks bone ultimately. And uh, in the model for this disease in, um, in a mouse, you can actually look at the invasion of the cancer cells um, into the bone in the mouse knee. Um, and then you can track how, whether therapies are able to prevent that process or reverse it. Um, and then in our case, what we did was we built essentially the world's highest resolution system dedicated to looking at the mouse knee for monitoring the invasion of bone by um, neuroblastoma. What's the toughest problem you're working on right now? Making our instruments more intelligent. And that is combining aspects of robotics with the camera developments that we make together with very clever software to make the instrument um, make some choices about the data it acquires as opposed to blindly acquiring the data and looking afterwards and recognizing that it didn't fulfill your scientific needs. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.